This edition of the Go Vita podcast proudly brought to you by Melrose, whole body health since 1979. Welcome to the Go Vita podcast where your vitality is our passion. It's time to supercharge your health and wellness to take the next step on being the best version of you. Let's get underway. Hello and welcome to the Go Vita podcast, the show dedicated to bringing you the latest and greatest wellness advice so that you can enjoy the health and vitality that you deserve. Marcus Pierce here with you, CEO of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network, and today we're talking all about MCT oils. To help us understand what MCT oil is, what it's good for, and more, we're going to jump across the Tasman and speak with Cliff Harvey. Cliff is a registered clinical nutritionist and naturopath. He has been coaching people ranging from world champion athletes through to the chronically and acutely unwell to perform at their best since the 1990s. Cliff is the founder of the Holistic Performance Institute, a private post-tertiary college, and is a doctoral candidate and researcher at AUT University, where his master's research focused on the use of MCT oils to improve mood, reduce symptoms of keto flu, and induce nutritional ketosis. Cliff is also the author of seven books, including The Carbohydrate Appropriate Diet and the upcoming Keto Appropriate Diet. Cliff, thanks for joining us on the Go Vita podcast. Thanks for having me, Marcus. Absolute pleasure to speak with you again. I have interviewed you once before, a bit over three years ago. Let's start with some of the fundamentals and really let's start with what MCT stands for. From what I understand, it's as simple as medium chain triglyceride, but what are MCTs and what do they do for us exactly? Yeah, so you hit the nail on the head, medium chain triglycerides. Uh, Most people won't know what that means, of course. But the, the simple way to explain that is that most of the fats that we eat in the in the in the diet are long chain triglycerides. So they're very long chains of, of fatty acids. And medium chain triglycerides are shorter than that. So they're carbon chains between uh, six and twelve. And they're not commonly found in high amounts in the diet. We do get them in small amounts from dairy foods and from coconut and palm oils, um, but they're not usually taken in large amounts in the modern diet. And what is it that they're designed to, what, what uh, role are they designed to uh, perform in the body? Well, the interesting thing with MCTs and short-chain fats, actually, is that they're not taken up into the body through the normal pathway. So usually long-chain fats go through a circuitous process where they go through the lymph and then are deposited in the blood and they travel around the body a little bit, getting uptaken by tissues to use as fuel. Whereas medium chain triglycerides go straight from the gut to what we call the hepatic portal vein into the liver, and that's where they can be converted to ketone fuels, which can be used by the brain and central nervous system and practically all tissue throughout the body. All right, so it's clear that they're different, and I love how sciencey you are about this, Cliff. Like you're so <laughs> you're so into it. I'm feeling like, all right, I need I need visuals. I need to be in a lab, and I need someone show, showing me a, a short chain and a medium chain and a long chain. And like you said, there are some factors that make MCTs uh, quite different to other fats. Uh, one thing that a lot of people still have difficulty understanding is um, that fat doesn't make you fat, essentially. Well, good fats don't make you fat. Can you explain that, particularly for people that are wondering, you know, if MCTs or, or yeah, do, do MCTs make me fat? I think that's probably the thing that a lot of people uh, have difficulty, but particularly because all fats are called fat and we associate being overweight or being fat. Can you just clarify that point for people? Yeah, and I think it's fair to say that no fat in isolation will make someone fat. 
it's really a combination of things. We need to look at the whole diet. And really, when we get down to the nuts and bolts, it does, to some degree, still come down to calories. So where people overeat, they put on weight. You know, that's the first law of thermodynamics. That's that basic energy in, energy out equation. And while there are nuances within that, it still holds true. And you um, and I probably both know people that eat these wonderful diets, but they're literally putting too much fuel in the car and not moving the car enough. Absolutely, exactly. And... So when people begin to shift diet, obviously, one of the big things that we look at now is not so much, you know, what the foods are doing, but what the foods are helping that person to achieve or how they're changing that person's behaviors. And so typically what we see with a well-crafted diet, uh, which is typically based on natural, whole and unprocessed food, is that it provides for auto-regulation. In other words, people begin to eat less without realizing that they're eating less. So it's, it's different to that old situation where people had to drastically cut their calories and force themselves to eat less. One of the most interesting things about MCTs is they help people to auto-regulate. So there's been some research showing that when people take MCTs, they choose to eat less without realizing it. So that's one of the reasons that they don't encourage fat gain. They actually encourage better compliance with diet to help people lose fat. But MCTs themselves also upregulate people's fatty oxidation. In other words, they upregulate people's ability to burn fat. And because they're used to produce those ketone fuels, they can be used extensively by a huge amount of tissue throughout the body, including the brain and central nervous system. And I think that's one of the most exciting things to me because typically the brain only uses glucose or sugar for fuel. And when it can use other things like ketones or MCTs themselves, actually, if they escape that normal digestion pathway, they can be used in the brain and they provide a very clean, stable fuel for the brain to use. Uh, and so this is why we often see improvements in clarity and cognition from MCT use. Oh, there's so much in this answer, folks, and, and I highly recommend you rewind and listen to this over and over again. But here's the thing. Um, my understanding, Cliff, is that, the, as you said, the brain is often using glucose or sugar, but when it switches over to ketones, particularly when we're, when we're feeding it you know, the right fuel, the brain and uh, cognition is so much stronger. Um, this is completely off topic, but my research tends to suggest that um, people even with dementia um, and, and the many forms of dementia are seeing massive improvements in their brain health, in their cognition when they're improving or bringing in MCTs into their diet, which is, I think, very exciting. It's huge. And this is one of the things that we're seeing, like you say, for dementia, age-related cognitive decline, is the growing inability of the brain as it ages to use glucose effectively for fuel. And that's predominantly because the transporters on those neurons, the transporters on those brain cells that take glucose in begin to be damaged over time. Uh, and the blood-brain barrier can get a little bit damaged as well. And so we need a, an alternative fuel, and we need an alternative fuel that the brain can use and can use properly and that produces lots of quality energy. And that's basically what we get with MCTs. And it goes beyond cognition and dementia as well. A lot of people who have had you know, bumps to the head, be they footy players or people who have had a traumatic brain injury, they often end up having damage to those glucose transporters as well. So MCTs can really help when we've had any amount of damage to the brain. And even if we haven't, they can help to provide a nice stable fuel that's not glucose. Because as you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys all know, when we take in too much carbohydrate, too much sugar, then there's also glycative damage, which is when you've got all that sugar floating around in the blood and it attaches to some proteins and it's not supposed to, and it basically gunks them up and stops them from doing their job. Oh, this is, I think, I mean, for me, 
when you hear when you talk about this, Cliff, and I'm, I kind of tend to be on here as the everyday consumer and and what impact MCT oils have. I know for my own personal use, I used to have a more sweet breakfast. It was a might have been what we'd call a green smoothie, but I realised how much I would get hungry on a sweet breakfast. So now I'm more, I, you know, whenever I say you can stay at my place as long as you're happy with eggs and greens in the morning, um, <laughs> but I have a fatty start to the day. There's MCTs um, in my diet, um, in my coffee, and and so on. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's interesting, isn't it, that um, people have had such a almost like a high carb, uh, low fat uh, diet for many years, and we're now beginning to see the benefits of a low carb, high fat diet. I know myself, I, I absolutely love having a more low carb, high fat diet, particularly at the very beginning of the day. Can you go into a bit of detail as to the benefits of a of a low carb, high fat diet, and what role the MCTs play in that? Absolutely, and I think that you know it's it's clear now that almost all people were eating a diet that was inappropriate previously. You know, although some people will thrive on a higher carb diet, and there's a big spectrum of what people will respond best to individually. I think it's pretty clear that most people were eating too much carbohydrate and too much highly processed and refined food for too long, and that basically led people to have to you know, eat very frequently throughout the day and have moderated portions and things. So there was a lot of control that had to go into the diet uh, because if you didn't do that, you'd be on that blood glucose roller coaster. But as you've suggested, when you have a, let's say, protein fat-based breakfast, it's a lot more stable. You get more lasting energy. And what we're finding particularly is that when people are on a lower carb, higher fat or lower carb, higher protein, higher fat diet, that's much more satiating. So they feel much more comforted, satisfied from their meals. And that's when they end up eating less overall. So it's not necessarily that lower carb, higher fat or lower carb, higher protein diets are doing anything magical. They're one of the main reasons they're working is that they're encouraging people to eat less overall. And what they are eating is quality food. So there's less snacking and less sort of craving for sugar and things like that. MCTs really help that because they're a quality fat, like I said, that you can use very easily as fuel for tissue throughout the body. But because they also upregulate our natural fat burning patterns anyway, they really help us to sustain that energy over a longer period of time. And I think the the key here, again, just as the consumer, is that you talk about less cravings. And I think the way I define it is just that I just don't feel hungry. Um, I don't. It's like it's less in the psyche. It's less in the in the in the mind space there's not so much bandwidth being taken up about what am i going to eat oh my gosh i'm hungry and i think you know you've said it you've, you've knocked it on the head there in that it's really improving that balance isn't it between uh carbs proteins and good fats and and not being so high in carbs as many people have been with their toast and cereals and so on and so forth over the years you mentioned earlier just you know mcts and and the relation to people that have had knocks or um you know injuries with sports but who, who should consume MCTs? Is it, uh, is it, I mean, uh, you've spoken about some specifics, but um, where do you draw a line? Is it something that just, you know, people listening to the podcast can um, go into their GoVita store and, and look at MCTs to include and supplement in their own daily diet? Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. And that's one of the interesting things because we're now in the, you know, ketogenic space. I'm going to throw another word at you there, but in the ketogenic space, we're moving beyond a little bit ketosis, ketogenic diets, and really looking just at ketones themselves and the benefits they can provide. When people take MCTs, they're going to produce ketones irrespective of what the rest of their diet is made up of. 
So this is why back in the 70s, there was research done on ketogenic diets, and they found that people could be in ketosis without having to have quite as much fat, and they could have slightly more carbohydrate and more protein because they were taking these MCTs that were converted to ketones anyway. So those ketones that provide, you know, the brain fuel that we've talked about, that provide that brain fuel if you've had a few knocks to the head or even if you've just, you know, been living in a normal modern environment where there's going to be some stressors and and toxicants and pollutants and things that are going to damage the brain anyway, you know, all of those ketone benefits are going to be there irrespective of basically who you are or what else you're eating. So it's an interesting one because people often ask me who should take MCTs and I sort of say, well, who shouldn't? Well, everyone needs medium chain triglycerides, like you say. Everyone needs good fats. Everyone needs good fuel in the car, right? Exactly. And because we're not afraid of fat anymore, we can really start to look at the fats that are going to give us the the best benefits. And I would say for fueling, you know, you can't really go past medium chain triglycerides because they are such an easily used, clean-burning fuel in the body. Now, Cliff, you have been researching MCT oils. You've been in this industry uh, for God knows how long. What are we talking? Over almost thirty years? Would that be Would that be right? Uh, it's a touch over twenty. I'm not not quite thirty. I'm still still young enough. You do sound young, but you've been in this <laughs> since the nineties. And 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 let's uh, not kid ourselves, folks. That is, you're actually closer. It's all. It's amazing how how much time flies. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, you've been in this game for a hell of a long time. And another company that's been in this game for a long time, and the company that is sponsoring this podcast is Melrose, the whole body health company. Melrose have been running since 1979, and they have um, three um, three products in the MCT oil range. I know you've done a lot of research in the MCT space. What can you tell us about the Melrose range of MCT oils? Well, I was really impressed when the team at Melrose got in touch with me and showed me what they were looking to do because, you know, it's always nice to be able to see, as as a researcher, it's nice to be able to see the quality of a product from basically source. You know, it's a product that's sourced in the Philippines in a sustainable manner. It's organic. Uh, it's transported well. Uh, you know, it, it has basically the highest quality MCT oil that I've seen on the market with no adulterants, no sort of excipients added in there. So it's basically just a pure unadulterated MCT oil. And like I say, I was just really impressed with the whole process from start to finish um, with that product. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. Can you go through what the ingredients are, what the actual MCT oil is made from? Yes, the MCT oil itself is 100% derived from uh, organic, sustainable coconuts grown in the Philippines. Wonderful. And there's three products from what I can tell. There's Original, there's Pro Plus, and there's Pro Rapid. So when uh, listeners are going into their GoVita store and they know they want to um, include MCT oil in their diet, what is the difference between each of those three, the Original, the Pro Plus, and the Pro Rapid? Yeah, so the original is a blend of C8 and C10 fats. And what that means is it's it's basically your standard MCT oil. Uh, it's going to give you very good benefits if you want fueling for the brain, uh, fueling for the body, uh, nice sort of sustained release of energy over the day. And it's, it's probably the formula that a lot of people would start on. The Pro Rapid is C6 and C8 fats, and that's interesting because there's very few companies that use C, C6 fats in their MCT oils. So these are slightly shorter chains, and therefore they're digested and absorbed just that little bit quicker. 
they promote just that little bit more ketogenesis. And so we typically use that if we wanted a bigger boost in ketones. So we might be an athlete who wants a more immediate sort of burst of fuel, or we might be someone who really wants that improvement in cognition and clarity uh, or really wants a brain boost. On the other end of the scale, we have uh, the Pro Plus, which is a combination of C8, C10, and C12 fats. Now, a lot of the listeners will know what a C12 fat is. It's lauric acid, and it's the main fat in coconut oil. And with that particular blend of C8, C10, and C12, you get an even longer sustained release basically so you might get more sustained energy over the day and there's some particular benefits from the c12 fats they might be antimicrobial um, and the combination of c8 ct and c12 is considered to be pretty good for the gut as well so it helps to close off those junctions in the gut to help prevent leaky gut and they can be used by uh, microbes in the gut as well so that's more of a general health type formula a quick break here before returning to the very learned cliff harvey if you haven't already figured it out, GoVita is the place to go for your Melrose MCT oil with great specials on the three varieties just mentioned. That's the Original, the Pro Plus, and the Pro Rapid. Melrose MCT oil is a great natural fuel for the brain and the body. Simply listen back to that answer from Cliff, choose the oil that's right for you, and head on into your local GoVita store to pick it up. Okie doke, back to Cliff. Okay, so this is good. So for people listening, you can listen back to that answer, but I'll just ask you, Cliff, is there is there a way that listeners can know what the most appropriate choice for them is? Is there anything there that you haven't said that you think listeners should either listen back to or when they're in their GoVita stores, ask their, their um, GoVita health professional or naturopath the, the most appropriate choice for them? Yeah, I think there's always going to be subtle variations in, in what people respond to best. But overall, if people just want to try MCTs and see what they're about, I'd go for the original formula. If people are, you know, your real life hacker, biohacker or athlete type person, then the pro rapid. And if people are more concerned with overall health, um, particularly gut health and antimicrobial aspects, so they're sort of uh, looking at the immune benefits, then I would go for the Pro Plus, which has the lauric acid in as well. Uh, great answer. Love the clarity, Cliff. All right. I first came across MCTs when it really became something that uh, was being put in coffee. Um, and, you know, every now and again, I do like to put some MCT oil in my coffee. But what if you don't want to put it in your coffee? How do you recommend people take MCTs? CTs, um, you know, for our listeners that don't drink coffee for one. That's a good question because I first came across MCTs back in the 90s when no one was putting it in coffee. <laughs> uh, basically, the only people who were using it were bodybuilders wanting to bulk up their shakes and, and add some calories to their shakes. And that's actually a really good way to take it as well. Um, I take my MCTs in a shake in the morning. Yep. Uh, so it's a you know very easy as you mentioned before, protein, fat breakfast. So I'll have uh, protein, some multi-greens powder, and my MCTs in a shake. Uh, you can also add, obviously, the MCTs to coffee, as you've suggested, or to tea or any other hot drink. You can blend it up in exactly the same way. Uh, in fact, back in the early days, the hot drink that people typically added fat to wasn't coffee, it was tea. You know, that's quite common throughout Asia. Really? Um, you can also add it as a salad dressing or you can use it on food. I typically use it after cooking, not during cooking, but you can add it to food and it gives you basically exactly the same benefits. I was just going to ask you that, just again, a, a real consumer question. There is some debate about, you know, do I cook, and particularly with coconut oil, it's do I cook with it or do I not cook with it? Where does it stand with MCTs? Is it okay 
to cook with or because they've been uh, the derived in the, the way that they have been, is it recommended to not cook with MCTs? Where do you, where do you stand on that? Well, you're, you're right. There is some debate. I typically stand on the side of not cooking with them because they have been um, fractionated in the past. So they've basically been derived from coconut oil and the different chains have been taken out of that coconut oil. It's possible that they're a little bit more fragile than a standard saturated fat. Yes. But other people will say they're a saturated fat, so you can cook with them. I think the truth is probably somewhere in between. Um, but generally, people are not cooking with them anyway. You know, most people cook with butter or ghee or coconut oil or extra virgin olive oil, those very robust oils that can handle heat really well. And then MCTs, because they have no flavor, they're so easy just to add to cooking afterwards or particularly in salad dressings. They're a a great base for salad dressings because they have very little flavor to themselves. So you can basically just flavor them up with whatever you want. That's a good point, actually. It's not like it's this... um robust coconut flavor coming through in the oils is it it's more of a tasteless easy to digest oil that like you said seems to be very adaptable for people exactly um and last question is really just about this attachment that people have to any type of food or product in a diet i'm just going to ask this for anyone that's really finding that their their food intake is highly linked to a diet rmct's um, gen, generally reserved for people on the ketogenic diet or do you tend to believe that you don't have to be on any type of diet to take MCTs? I'll say unequivocally you don't need to be on any sort of diet to be on MCTs. Uh, you're, you're right, they are linked to the ketogenic diet and that's just a legacy thing because they were obviously used in that research from the 70s onwards to help people to achieve ketosis on less fat and slightly more carbohydrate and protein. So they made a ketogenic diet a heck of a lot easier, which is still one of their big applications. If people do want to be on a ketogenic diet, um, and you know, I, I was the first practitioner to really start prescribing ketogenic diets in Australasia back in the 1990s, so I know a fair bit about it. And it's a great way to set a base for a keto diet, but if you're not on a keto diet, you're still going to get benefit from the ketones that are produced. And this is one of the really interesting things we're beginning to flesh out in the research now is that ketosis in the body isn't really an on-off switch. It's a spectrum. And it's all about the fuel that you've got available. If you have a little bit more brain-friendly fuel in the body, that's only going to be a good thing. Uh, It's a fabulous answer. And I think, you know, if you're a curious listener to this podcast there is so much more to learn and like cliff just said there are so many uses and benefits to mct or that it's really um it's upon us at this point in time to really become even more educated on the benefits of mct so to do that go by the podcast listeners head on over to the melrose health website at melrosehealth.com.au they are if you're listening to this uh, they are just about to relaunch or if you're listening to it a bit later their brand new website is up and running you'll see the new melrose healthy kitchen oil range including the new liquid coconut oil which does contain a high amount of mcts and the organic grass-fed ghee which is perfect for mct coffee if that if you do drink coffee um you'll also find more research that cliff is doing with melrose on amigas and mcts as well cliff plenty happening it's been an absolute joy to speak with you on the go vita podcast thanks so much for joining me likewise mate because it's always good mate And listeners, to find out more about Cliff, make sure you head on over to cliffharvey.com. He is a prolific author, I think up to book number seven. And so uh, particularly if you love to read, there are um, all matter 
of uh, books available with Cliff. You can see uh, 99 Things You Need to Know to Lose Fat, Choosing You, which is a bit more personal growth content, uh, the keto-appropriate diet, the carbohydrate-appropriate diet. So again, if you love your food, you love your nutrition, look no further than Cliff Harvey and cliffharvey.com. All right, folks, to find out more about uh, this podcast, make sure you head on over to thewellnesscouch.com or govita.com.au. Give this podcast a five-star rating over in the iTunes store and teach your fellow friends and family and colleagues how to listen to podcasts because, as you know, they open up a whole new world. Show them this one and uh, let them subscribe to the GoVita podcast and uh, make sure you invite them to subscribe to the entire range of episodes on the Go Vita podcast. Make sure you become aware of the Go magazine. That's Go Vita's quarterly mag, which has recipes, tips, special offers, and more, all at govita.com.au and in your Go Vita store. Because remember, when next you're doing your shopping, make sure you do it in one of the 150 Go Vita stores around Australia because at Go Vita, your vitality is our passion. Bye for now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.